1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as we get set for the final weekend of the Premiership season. Ange Postacoglu says he's focused on Trophy Day and the Cup Final amid Spurs speculation. Michael Beale says good riddance to this season but there are still relegation and European issues to iron out and playoff action tonight as Partick Thistle look to finish off the job against Air United. I'm Gordon Duncan and joining me tonight you have Alex Ray and Hugh Evans. What a situation the Celtic Fans find themselves in tonight They should be looking forward to Title winning party at Celtic Park Tomorrow, two in a row And then the Scottish Cup final To come next weekend against Inverness Cali Thistle which offers Celtic The prospect of A world record breaking Eighth treble And yet they are fretting Over the future of Ange Postacoglu Because speculation Has reached fever pitch that Spurs want the Celtic manager. I thought he was very clever with yourself, Gordon, today and others in the way that he explained himself and he did not attempt to wriggle out of anything or be evasive. He himself simply does not know what the immediate future holds. But the fans will tell us tonight how they feel. Alex Ray, we've dragged you back into the weird and wonderful world of Scottish football. How does it feel? It's good to be back, Gordon. You you obviously get the relegation uh, contention tomorrow. You've also got the Hibs Hearts game, which is absolutely massive. Patrick Thistle could take a step closer, which a few months ago wasn't possible. We obviously get uh, rid of Ian McCall, and they're obviously looking to try and bounce back. Yeah, really looking forward to this weekend. I, I, I'm not sure that's the same for fans of all teams out there because there's quite a lot of nervy. Uh, scenarios out there But Alex is quite right Partick Thistle fans If you're heading down to the, What a night for football At the seaside I must say If you're heading down there Why not give us a call Surely You're feeling confident About finishing off the job It's a nice position to be in Going in 3-0 From that first leg So Partick Thistle fans Let's hear from you Any Air United fans That think you're capable Of The comeback Then again Do get in touch How are you feeling tomorrow I guess you done the United fans it, It's you like you know what's happening pretty much You're just waiting for the confirmation So again, get your thoughts in Kilmarnock fans, what about you? Are you going to finish the job properly And make sure you evade these playoffs Or are you nervous about Ross County uh, Coming down and uh, upsetting your weekend We've got an Edinburgh Derby Trophy Day Celtic fans How much are you looking forward to that? The culmination of a season's hard work Rangers fans, Michael Beale says Good riddance to the season Maybe that is the way uh, you feel So what are you looking to round off this weekend And of course in terms of today's news If you like away from the action off the pitch this weekend It is hard to ignore Pretty much every major English newspaper Carries something to do with Ange Postacoglu On its back page So that tells you there is a lot of speculation there Whether it comes to anything or not Time will tell So how do you feel about that Celtic fans Because there's been Feels like there's been a bit of a theme this season Every time a job comes up It's a compliment People link Ange Postacoglu with it And generally You're all pretty confident That he's going to stay He's going to stay a bit longer Unfinished business Champions League Why would they think about Leeds? Why would they think about Leicester? All that stuff in the past How do you feel tonight? Is Spurs any different? Does this feel any different? I suppose ultimately How confident are you That he's there to try And lift the trophy Next trophy day As he's going to do Tomorrow So let us know right now If you can 0141 951 
Five It's all set up Hugh For a lovely weekend In the sun The speculation About Ange Postecoglou Is the byproduct Of success He was the PFA Scotland Manager of the year As voted for By his fellow managers He will be the Scottish Football Writers Association Manager of the year At their dinner On Sunday night Uh, And He's got two in a row He's won four Of the last five Domestic trophies So Success Tends to heighten the profile And bring you to the attention Of others Who are looking for A successful manager So uh, Ange Postacoglu It's an almost surreal Situation for him now He's got The, the, the match tomorrow Against Aberdeen 60,000 crowd And then a cup final With all of the ramifications That that match brings so it's a, it's a very peculiar time for him Granted there are more obvious ways of measuring success Alex Ray yeah. In terms of games won, points picked up and trophies uh, But I wonder if hidden in the Glasgow madness A real measure of Ange Postacoglu's success would be The number of Rangers fans who really hope this is true <laughs> And would be willing <laughs> to take him down there On their backs, on their yeah. bike cars, whatever it may be Yeah and you can understand why Gordon Because he came on into Scottish football as an unknown and you have to say he's been absolutely tremendous. His recruitment has been brilliant. The understanding of the Japanese market, you know, these guys have been sensational. And uh, it's interesting because it doesn't surprise me. Obviously, Leeds and Leicester, you know, fighting relegation this season. But Spurs is a different proposition. You know, up until Conte left, they were looking for Champions League. Things were going quite quite well for them. And the wheels have just come off. You know, they've had that, an interim manager. They get rid of him. They brought in the, the reserve manager. Uh, now to take over it And it's a bit of a shambles So they really need to appoint someone soon What do you think then Celtic fans It might be that you are not fearful at all And you think this is all absolute nonsense And you're pretty sure Ange Postacoglu is going to stay That is a perfectly valid viewpoint But whatever one you have Why not share it with us right now 01419511025 Or Twitter at Clyde SSB What have you made of that speculation Today, do let us know. This is what the man himself had to say, and uh, no surprises really to hear where his focus is at the moment. Well, I'm aware because everyone keeps asking me about it, uh, so it's not like. Uh, uh, but as you said, it, it's happened in the past. I think I've I've been pretty clear that I'm. It's just not the way I sort of think and work. I'm kind of. My priority right now is just looking at trying to make sure we, like I said, we have a special day tomorrow. We've got a big cup final coming up in a week's time. Um, I'm not going to sort of sit there and sort of try and get um, distracted by things that, you know, are kind of fascinating for other people rather than myself. So, um, yeah, that's where my focus is and that's where it'll continue to be. And, uh, you know, like I said, we've got a, a couple of big games and, um, you know, we've had a fantastic season and we've got an opportunity to make it a really special one. Yeah, but what can the man say? I mean, for all we know, Spurs have made no contact whatsoever. Uh, two and two has been put together and people mm. have come up with seven because there's an Australian about to assume a position of power at Tottenham. It's assumed that he and Dan should know each other and will soon be working with each other. But... There are no hard facts for us as mm. yet Yeah and, and Alex it's, it's extremely difficult isn't it Because if you're a fan If you're a Celtic fan that pays your hard earned yeah. money What you want to hear is Ange Postacoglu saying I wouldn't entertain it And I'm here for life And all that sort of stuff When everybody realistically knows That's just very tough So it's it's the classic example of 
trying not to say the wrong thing yeah. um, and just sort of staying in the middle. I th- it was a pretty bog standard answer for me, Gordon, because there has been no contact publicly, so he can't come out and say, I'm going to leave. Uh, he's obviously focusing on the game tomorrow. They've obviously had a couple of little sticky results of late when the, the job's already done. So obviously Inverness, they want to win tomorrow and bounce into the mm. cup final and get that treble that Hugh was mentioning earlier on. Right, come on then, Celtic fans. How do you feel tonight? Is there worry or is this just noise that will go away? Let us know. Tam is a Celtic fan first up. How do you feel about it all, Tam? Well, uh, good evening, guys. We've uh, been hearing a lot about Ange. Uh, obviously, a lot of Rangers supporters are be wanting to see him head south, not that right. But I don't, I don't think Andrew's he's he's he's, he's no mug, right? And I think that if he does his homework, he realise that there has been none, none, absolutely zero managers to leave Scottish football and make it down south, other than Alex Ferguson, not one. Has been successful. There is no living manager ever hit the big time doing in England. And secondly, player uh, managers like uh, Stephen Gerrard and Brendan Rodgers, they were of an age where you know the forty mark, mid forties, whatever. Even Michael Beale coming to Rangers, the guy's forty one, forty two. There's ambition at that age. See when you're pushing sixty. Ambition begins to waver. That and, and, and if there is any ambition, he's fulfilled it. He's at Celtic. That's ambition. Could you, not spin that, could you not spin that the other way, Tam, and say you're running out of time? If and Like I say, I know this is all if. If you want to test yourself at a different level, if you want to crack at the English Premier League or whatever, the older you are, then the less time you've got to achieve it. So you might need to take an opportunity that comes along. I would, I would also say as well, as much as, you know, Selic fans, I love him as a Selic fan and all that, right? He's good for Selic. But I also feel as well, realistically, I think Ange has played, he's played all his aces. He's dug up the Kyogos and all that and the Maeda's name, right? He's brought what he thinks, he feels is a, a few good players for the, for the Japanese league and all that and ones that he knows to Scotland. I think... You know, I think he's dried up. Get, get going. I don't think there's any more of these secret aces up his sleeve. Tam, it sounds like you're preparing yourself for the worst here. Yeah. Well, listen, first of all, with regard to age, uh, he's 57, not 97. Uh, Roy Hodgson's at Crystal Palace in the Premiership at 75 at the moment and uh, shows no sign of slowing up. He's kept Crystal Palace up. Uh, also, with regard to the question of Sir Alec Ferguson, Ange isn't a Scot. Ange is a Greek mm. born and an Australian. Uh, and Ange has an agent for a reason because an agent looks after his client. And when they come from Australia, Ange went to Japan, but they, they, they do like to try and make it in Europe. Now, that's me shooting down what you've said. I have no idea on a personal level whether Ange Postacoglu would entertain Tottenham or not. But my suspicion would be that if Tottenham made a formal approach for Ange Postacoglu, Peter Lawwell at Celtic Park would understand that Ange Postacoglu would probably take it. It's an interesting view that Tam's got there, but for me, you look at all the players that come to Scotland, you know, they use it as a stepping stone. The, you look at Stephen Gerrard, his first managerial job, stepping stone back to England. Brendan Rodgers, back to England. Mm. 
because you go back down there is, and you don't quite hack it if you like. To be ways, fair, look, Brendan Rodgers won an FA Cup and I think finished fifth twice yes. with Leicester. Like, I mean, okay, that's not world beating. It's but still successful. His, his career didn't end up in the gutter. Every no. every manager ends up sacked now, don't they? Of course at some it point. is. And when you look at the the term of managers down there, it's it's fleeting. So uh, for me. More managers mm. will go down there But they'll use the old firm As a stepping stone to do that Like players And if you think that he's run out Of ideas when it comes to buying players That doesn't sound too good for Celtic Does it? And also Tam I, I know what you're saying Because in terms of the, the, That Japanese market But Surely it's all relative Because Ange Postacoglu Has had to look for players at, And I'm just Throwing a random figure here At 15, 20 grand a week If he goes to Spurs He's, he's just looking at A completely different market Isn't he? Oh, of course, I. I mean, obviously, the pulling power of the English Premiership to bring in players, uh, ridiculous sums, etc. You know, obviously, but it's uh, for me the, the only reason he's going to be going to Tottenham was is he, it's money. Bottom line, going to give him one hundred and fifty grand a week. It's a lot more than probably what he's getting at Celtic, two hundred grand a week or something ridiculous. So the bottom line is, you can dress it all up all you want, right? It's, he's going for money That's the only reason he walks He goes for money Because I'll tell you right now He'll lay an egg down there Because as much As I'm a big fan of him in Scotland Right In the Scottish League I mean He'll come a cropper down in England Forget it Because uh, He might be Australian Hugh, He might be Australian But any manager There's no ma- there's no manager left The Scottish Premier League and hit the big time doing in England. There's none. But you, you that, that keeps saying this, your mind, this, hit, this hit the big time though. Like you know, Brendan Rodgers went and did perfectly well at Leicester at the start. Yeah, I think. And also, do you, if you like, do you like Ange Postecoglou or not? You, like the skills must. If you think he's such a good Celtic manager, why would you want to put limitations on him and say, "Ah, but this is your this, this is your ceiling"? I think Tam's tied himself in knots here. Tam, like any other Celtic supporter, would far rather that Ange Postecoglou stayed than went to London. Uh, but he's not going there just for money. He doesn't strike me as the Might kind not be of going man. there at all, by the yeah, way. Of but. course, yeah. But we have to discuss it because yeah. it is the main story on the agenda today. He's going there, I think, or would be going there if an offer were made because he's ambitious and he wants to see how he would cut it in that particular environment. Tam is absolutely certain that he would nosedive if he got to Tottenham. But we'll never know unless he goes there But I have to repeat and underline mm. None of us know for exactly. sure Exactly, and that's why I've, it is all speculation But well, what what I would bet for sure If I was a gambling man, please bet responsibly Is that won't be Ange Postacoglu's thought process Whether it's Spurs or ever yeah. I can't imagine Ange Postacoglu sitting tonight and going Nah, I don't fancy Spurs because I'll fail there Do you know what I mean? That's not the no. way he's going to think So, that, so really, right. whether Tam thinks that or not and I appreciate Tam sharing his opinion that, that That's not going to form part no. of the decision making process Without doubt For me, Ange Postecoglou would be looking at him going I can get them to the Champions League You know, he'd have far greater resources Gordon You'd be working with guys like Harry Kane He would think he can go again You know, some of the players have got at Spurs They just caved in it to death They just lost their way The manager was going Causing all sorts of friction between him and the chairman uh, and that listen, he's one of the most difficult chairmen apparently to work for, uh, yeah. Daniel Levy. So you know you don't know what you're actually going to walk into with a working relationship. We'd be happy with mm. again, but most of them will go down there thinking I can actually do something with Spurs, and that's that's not necessarily winning the league. Yeah. Getting to the Champions League, you look at the boy at Brighton, his stock's through the roof just because of the brand of football we're playing. Do, I mean, 
Does this Whether or not this ends And Ange Postacoglu Leaving Celtic you That only mm-hmm. time can tell that So you're yeah. only going to deal With what we've got today Does this at least feel Different from The other links Because it's become almost a, An ongoing Joke on this show You know where I think it was Leicester and Leeds Yeah And then I, I get part of it Celtic fans will say Ah this is just everyone Trying to drive Ange Postacoglu out Or whatever the, the phraseology is But this time Like I said I think at some point Of every back page Of every major English newspaper today mm-hmm. Whether it's a little bit At the top Or the main story Ange Postacoglu's name Is mentioned Does that feel different to you From all These other ones That we've had mentioned This season if I were Ange Postacoglu I'd be maybe looking into why so many people have turned down Tottenham um, But he's in a scenario not unlike the one that brought him to Celtic Park Celtic wanted Eddie Howe Eddie Howe kept stalling and stalling and stalling And then to use Ange Postacoglu's own description He became the next cab off the rank uh, Well Tottenham waited and waited for the final head coach And finally last night he said no uh, and now they're looking for the next cab mm. off the rank But if I were Daniel Levy And as Alex said, he's a difficult man According to his reputation uh, I would be keeping all options open They talk about Luis Enrique, for example For Tottenham uh, And others may be on the list They spoke to the former head coach of uh, Bayern Munich So I don't think that Daniel Levy is... Tonight thinking Right it's Ange Postacoglu Or nothing mm, Tam has his thoughts What are yours though 01419511025 Thank you to Tam We'll take more of your calls next You are the voice of Scottish football Call 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans and Alex Ray are here 01419511025 Trophy day at Celtic Park tomorrow I'm pretty sure most of you Celtic fans uh, Would rather imagine the happy scenes there And I'm sure there will be But there has been a lot of speculation down south Today about Ange Postacoglu and Spurs So get your thoughts into us please We heard a bit from him Before the, the break in the news So let's bring in Tommy Who's in Motherwell Tommy does this stuff worry you or are you confident he'll be the Celtic manager going forward? Good evening, guys. How you doing, Gordon? Good, thanks. Um, I think Hans Postacoglu is going to stay for at least one more year. I think he's got the team going in the right direction. He's got them playing the first team playing the way he wants them. And this was his goal to have a good crack at the Champions League. Um, he's made that obvious that that's where he wants to be. Tottenham can't hear him that this season. But I was just want to ask you something. I was just want to. We'll do that in a second, Tommy. Let's let's because that's a that's a good strong opening you've given us, and you, you think he's got unfinished business essentially. So let's explore that a bit because Hugh, whether it's right or not, again time will tell. But that's perfectly understandable. You would get that, wouldn't you? Where he thinks, well, performances were quite good in the Champions League at times, yeah. but the results weren't. I'd like another crack at that. Can I take this team on again? I think. We have to consider Ange's time of life uh, He will be thinking If this opportunity comes along And I have to say it again We are dealing purely and simply in speculation If the offer came along He might be entitled to think This won't come again for me To, to, put, to, put, you, to put you on the spot If that question comes Do you think he could, he would turn Spurs down? No 
I think it, 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 You know he's A football man He has come From Asia To make an impact In Europe uh, He has made a very definite Impact In Scotland If The chance came To be Premier League Beside The Pep Guardiola's The Mikel Arteta's The Ten Hag's I think Oh look at him leaving the Brighton manager out No 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 no. You don't want any unwanted You don't want someone poaching him Exactly Uh, I I thought to be perfectly honest That Tottenham would start with De Zerbi But if it came along for Ange Postacoglu I think he's only human And he would think This opportunity may never arise for me again And if he was offered the job Mm -hmm. Purely mm. my speculative opinion I think he would take it I think what What's it Maybe Maybe the bit that separates this Alex Is because we know We're all we always champion Our big clubs And yeah. we know that there are very few places like it in, in Glasgow Club size and profile and history And all that sort of stuff And that's why when Leicester comes along And Leeds come along You go nah I mean what, You know Maybe maybe yeah. you say why would you Spurs are not in a brilliant place they were still in the Champions League final four years ago. You take one walk around that stadium, you yeah. probably realise you're you're in the in the big times. You wonder if that could swear you know, because obviously at some point I don't think Celtic fans are naive enough. I mean, if Real Madrid pick up the phone tomorrow, that's good. You, you know the answer. Yeah. So, where's the cut-off point? Is it is it above Spurs? Yeah. Is it below Spurs? I, I, you make a valid point there in terms of Leeds and uh, Leicester. Gordon, what I will say is Leeds are a massive club. But they've been at a level sure, right, below I mean, I mean. Their, their, their best years When they were getting to the semi-finals Of the Champions League Many moons ago I think when you're talking about Spurs You have to factor in The level of play you're working at The stadium is sensational It's one of the best If not the best In the in the Premier League Then you look at The spending power That you then have um, I'm not really sure Whether he's motivated by money Because his salary would go Through the roof In relation to what it currently is Um and I th- listen, this is most managers, I'm not necessarily speaking about Ange Postecoglou. You want to work with better players. That That's a fact. You're talking about top, top players down there. Harry Kane is incredible, breaking records all over the place. You get an opportunity to work with A type of guys. Now, you go back to Callum McGregor a couple of days ago and he's going, I think we can get to a European final. So there's a belief within that group that something's going to happen in Europe. Now, obviously, Tommy makes that point. Is that enough when... If it's, a, if it's a factor If they came calling Would that be enough To keep Ange Postecoglou Not for me If Spurs come calling It's different to the other two mm. uh, Tommy what, I know you had other Points to elaborate on So take it away Yeah well, actually, I don't even think Harry Kane will be at Tottenham Next year Alex To be honest with you um, So I, I don't I know it's just speculation And that again And that's all Can go off at the moment I can't see Harry Kane Staying there any longer now there's more speculation about Harry Kane leaving there than there is any possible problem going to start But another point was, I just wanted to ask him a question. I would just like to know if you, he thought his is the best manager. Would it be Brendan Rodgers? Or right, the, the line's dodgy, Tommy. I could hear it, but if anyone at home couldn't, he was asking if who's better out of Brendan Rodgers and Ange Postecoglou. Um, I really don't know the motivation behind the question. I mean, Brendan Rodgers was a proven success. He won uh, three trebles in a row and then left in the midst of the fourth being won. Uh, he took on Celtic and made them infinitely better. 
Uh, Ange Postacoglu inherited an utter shambles of a club uh, and made the club infinitely better and won two titles in a row. So uh, I think that both in their own right performed very special work on Celtic's behalf. And, uh, you know, I, I never see the point of saying, oh, he was better than him or the other one was better than him. Uh, they both did spectacular things for Celtic and uh, Ange Postacoglu, who knows, may continue to do spectacular things for Celtic. So they were both successful. Uh, why, why is it you ask, Tommy, what, what, depending on what you said, what was the, the sort of point you were trying to make? Well, the point was just that they must, I mean... The new Celtic managers that are coming in must look at these uh, like offers that come from England. The manager then goes down to England. He, has, he does like, one one good season, a season and a half to go to Europe, maybe. And then he's just like, kind of like, frittered away. And I wonder if maybe that would maybe put a blo- like, Having a look at that and Brendan Rodgers' stature, especially already being in England and, and pushing Liverpool to... Like, did they slap with Stephen Gerrard? They went in, went in the league for them. I'm not quite uh, sure. I really, you're going deeper and deeper into this. And I'm not quite sure what you mean. First of all, you asked me who's the better manager, Postacoglu or I think, I think the Rodgers. Again, it's similar to the last caller. I think that you know, well, the grass isn't always greener. You know, or you might go down there, but. Brendan Rodgers We, we, well, we Brendan don't need Rogers. to do The life and times of Brendan Rodgers. But yeah. he went to Leicester, finished fifth a couple of times, and won an FA Cup. Yes. I mean that that. Success, Gordon, in anybody's book. But again, rather than argue about whether Brendan Rodgers post Celtic was a success or not, I think what's really important, because Tommy's saying, you know, Ange Postacoglu or other managers in Scotland must look at that. I, I really don't know they why don't, you they, would. They, if it was me, go, I wouldn't. They go because the English Premier League is much bigger than the Scottish Premiership. They go to see if they can satisfy their own ambition. Uh, and make a name for themselves there Brendan Rodgers had already made a name for himself uh, In England at uh, Anfield uh, He came here until Scotland no longer fitted his needs And he went back to Leicester If, I repeat and underline three times If Tottenham make an approach for Ange Postacoglu He will be immediately taken over by ambition I think uh, thank you very much to Tommy on the line on 01419511025 or Twitter at Clyde SSB as well if you want to get in touch over there and you can do we'd like that from you Will says he would be a big loss but if they came knocking it would be hard to knock it back he's done an unbelievable job in his time and no wonder he's on big clubs radars I mean that that's it who always boils yeah. down to this you just don't have this speculation if you haven't done a good job in Exactly it's... it's a byproduct of success And Ange Postacoglu I mean you, you think back to the state of the place When Ange Postacoglu took over Celtic I mean The season that uh, Celtic did not win 10 in a row Will go down in infamy Because it was just awful from the word go Awful performances uh, No crowds Sometimes Awful behaviour outside the ground uh, Neil Lennon imploding Losing his job Ange Postacoglu had to put all that together On and off the park And he did It took him six games to work out Scottish football He lost three of them They won three of them And thereafter He lost very few football matches The one thing And this is what he is quite uh, He's quite reserved You know, He's not massively outspoken Alex 
So it is difficult Because you don't know What his motivation is And also yeah. we are Something that can be Quite frustrating We are programmed here To thinking that Everything is about The English Premier League And I, I guess for, for a lot of people It is but for all we know, Ange Postacoglu thinks, no, actually, La Liga is where I want next, or sure. Bundesliga is where I want next, or nowhere at all is where I want next. I want to stay here. So, especially I think when you come from even further afield, maybe maybe the priorities are a bit different. Listen, I've no idea what his priorities are, Gordon. I just look at the the Scottish Premiership, and I'm not trying to talk it down here, you know. But when you get an opportunity, you you mentioned La Liga, Sierra, you know, the, the Bundesliga, whatever the league is. There's bigger money, there's bigger resources, there's more internationals, you know. So, he strikes me as a very hungry guy. You know, when I look at him, he looks very driven, he's very motivated. And he came in and Hugh spoke about the, the difficulties he had picking up the pieces. I actually think it was a good time to come into Celtic because they were cashing in on a lot of the big hitters, which gave him a pot of, to, to go and reinvest. And put your stamp on it. And put your new stamp on it. Allow you to get the Japanese guys in, recruit them as well. And and I think, you know, when you look at the, the previous couple of years, it's been... Uh, a, a remarkable story for a guy that was unknown to us Interesting, right What about the phones again then Let's bring in John in London John, as a Celtic fan Again, is it something that worries you Or is this all noise that will go away? Well, me personally I think it's all about Ange being Ange Everybody is trying to get rid of Ange Postecoglou At the Celtic But nobody is even talking about the superstar manager, the man behind the success of Rangers, Michael Beale. All right, everybody said it was Steven Gerrard, but uh, it wasn't Steven Gerrard. Similarly, it was Michael Beale. So why is Michael Beale not being touted for these big jobs? Because he's not done a good enough job yet the way Ange Postacoglu has? No. I don't think he has, no. Well then, that, that's, the, that's the answer, isn't it? I would not really Because he was meant to be The brains behind Rangers winning that One league Right so do you think Michael Beale is brilliant And deserves to be linked With the Spurs job No I think So well, where, where are we going with this Is it like I, I don't understand it I think do, do you want us to admit That Ange Postacoglu Is more attractive Than Michael Beale is Because he is I don't I don't know if, if John wants an argument On that front But of course he is At the moment I think no, I, I won't put words In John's mouth I'll invite John To answer my question I think what John Is trying to imply here Is that there's a An agenda To move Ange Postacoglu Out of Scotland So that life is easier For Michael Beale uh, But he destroys His own case Really He said First of all Michael Beale was seemingly He used the word seemingly In other words he doesn't know uh, Was seemingly the brains behind the operation When Stephen Gerrard was there But it's quite straightforward Michael Beale has very little experience As a manager He was only at QPR for about 24 games He's been at Rangers for roughly the same number um, Ange Postacoglu has won The last two league titles He's won four of the last five domestic trophies It'll be a miracle uh, if Inverness stop that record when they play in the Scottish Cup next weekend. And therefore, it's nothing to do mm. with people trying to move Ange Postacoglu on. It has everything to do with Ange Postacoglu being a success, heightening his own profile and making himself attractive to other clubs by being good at what he does. If there was no speculation, Gordon, we wouldn't bring it to the table. The fact that it's doing the rounds across England at well, the it's moment... It's funny because actually, John, you're, you're London-based, aren't you? This, this theory that... It, who is it that's trying to drive Ange Postacoglu out and why does it appear in all the English newspapers today first and foremost because that that seems to be where it's coming from who down there is desperate for Ange to leave Celtic 
I think it's the press up here. No, but I've just said that he's in, that he's in the back page of all the English papers today because they're they're obviously you know they're big on the big on the Spurs story. You can sort of see it filtering through its guy and other big um, outlets as well. So who down there is is trying to get Ange Postecoglou to leave Celtic? Because it's it's not just up here. I know it's easy to say that and say ah, it's the press up here and they're trying to get rid of Ange Postecoglou, but Virgin and and not telling the truth when you go down that line. Aye, but if you look at Spurs, okay, great stadium, great name in the past, but they're just trying. It's the the press are trying to get Celtic's manager. It's as simple as that. It's anything but as simple as that. Yeah, she tried infield, but the you know people like. John actually believed that all the press guys get together and say, "Look, this guy's too successful for Celtic. We've got to get him out of the country." The notion that Hugh Keevans brokers the deal for yeah. Ange to go to Spurs has got—you hope you're getting a cut if that's the case. You know, I mean, it's so ludicrous, and it's so out of date, and it's so—I don't know what—that people all huddle together and say, "We've got." To get Ange Postacoglu out of here We've got to get Michael Beal successful So the best way to do it is to get rid of Ange Postacoglu Please John I'm a 73 year old man Do you think this is how I conduct my life? It is a compliment We keep saying it well, and, you know, and I get it's annoying Because you, you see it with players as well yeah. But unfortunately there's a food chain And if Ange Postacoglu wasn't doing a good job yeah. We couldn't do it And to answer John's sort of dig at the start of course we're not tipping Michael Beale for the Spurs job no. Because why would you at this point? No, listen, if you're looking at uh, the stature of Spurs You know, and he's, he's obviously mentioned there, John, of yesteryear In recent years, they've had uh, Postetino, Mourinho, Conte You know, guys of incredible stature gone So if he was linked to this job and it became a, available mm. to him He's, he's got some, you know, boots to fill there. So, uh, do, you think uh, there is, do you think there is a chance? Because look, when we talk about being a shambles, there's obviously like the relative shambles. You know, it's still an incredible yeah. level to go and operate at. Might he be looking at the number of people that are, are knocking it back, or looking at some of the, the the way it's been operated? Listen, it's a good question, but you look at uh, you know Celtic with Eddie Howe. Yeah, true, so yeah. it, it didn't uh, alter his uh, kind of decision making at all. He's seen an opportunity. He came here, and you have to give him credit on his own because he inherited the backroom mm, staff. Yeah. You know, so most managers will go, "I want my men, I want all them behind us for support." This guy did it in his Todd. So you go into a club like that, he may well get the opportunity to bring his own staff. Because uh, as I said, he still strikes me. Someone mentioned his age, fifty-seven. There's still fire on the belly there. Thank you, John. 01419511025. Great time to call. 01419511025. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Evans and Alex Ray are here. 01419511025. I'm looking forward to building up to that playoff tonight as well. Maybe, just maybe for the neutral, it's not quite. As finely balanced as you would have liked But Partick Thistle won't be complaining And Ayr will be looking to try and cause an upset So we won't be too far away with team news uh, On that one Andrew McLean is down by the seaside He's not daft He's looked at the weather He's mm. looked at that fixture list and thought Ayr Friday night, that's the yeah. place for me So we'll speak to him in the not too distant future um, Lots of talk about Ange Postacoglu Understandably tonight he has job to do though Obviously trophy day tomorrow Which will be a special day Cup final next week And he's not too concerned 
about recent dips in performance heading into those? No, not really, because like I said, there's there's a reason we we did what we did, and you know I think in the context of you know the the football we want to play, I don't think it'll it'll get affected. The main thing for me is that to make sure we kind of get through tomorrow, hopefully uh, again unscathed in terms of. Uh, Injuries and cup final is a different game. You know, I've said a thousand times that cup games are totally different to any other game you play. Um, so form leading into it, even if you're flying, doesn't guarantee your result. And even if you're struggling, doesn't mean you're not going to do well. Um, you know, we we'll go into that game cup final, irrespective of what happens tomorrow, um, ready to play our best game of the year. Um, so that'll be our intent. Don't think there's anything too dramatic in the pipeline James and Kosaith He'll be here tomorrow He'll pick up that trophy It certainly looks like he'll lead Celtic into the, the cup final What happens thereafter in your mind? Well I, I think what, what people haven't considered Is that Ange has got a young family And he's moved them to Scotland two years ago And his family has settled into school They've made new pals And all the rest of it And they'll just getting settled down And the last thing you want to do is disrupt the kids' education But more, more so, the more if he goes down to Spurs, he's got more chance of getting sacked, and then they'll have to disrupt him again. So I don't think that money. I think family will come before money when it comes to Ange Postecoglou, and I think he'll put his family first because because of his background and where he came from. Yeah. And I think that's got to. Nobody's considered that yet. It's all about money and it's no. all about the no. ambition and all the rest. Yeah, you know. But I think I think he'll put his family first. No, he won't. Uh, football families understand that the nature of the business is you move on from club to club whether it's as a player coach manager Uh, they have adapted very well to life in Glasgow they will adapt to life in London um, without any problem at all Uh, that's the football life look of course it comes into Alex you've done it you've you've moved around a lot I think the problem with with James's theory is that a lot of it's Assumed because I've got I've got no idea. I need to be very honest. Not a clue yeah. how Mrs. Postacoglu or the boys feel about Glasgow, or if maybe they yeah. would prefer London. So James is right. I, I'm sure that football managers do have to think yeah. about their family, but we've got no idea if they would prefer London or not. We have to be honest about that. We we were actually just talking about this during the break, and you tend to find that managers and management teams will set uh, base. You know, in various parts of the country, Gordon. And then when it comes to Saturday evening, most people are trying to get back to see their families, in my experience. And because of the short lived nature of management, then you tend to find there's a base somewhere. So whether that's enough to keep them here, I'm not quite sure. But every single Saturday, everybody has one glass of whatever it was they're drinking and would all shoot off all over the country to see their families. They were, were not specifically based to the, the team that were actually uh, affiliated with. Mm. So I don't think that would be a stumbling block for uh, Ange to do that. I've got, I've got two grandchildren who lived in Dundee for the last year Showing great adaptability And now they're coming back to where they come from uh, So the Postacoglu children will do likewise uh, I'm afraid, James, it's very much the case that Ange is the football manager the, the football man And the nature of football is that you have to move from time to time and Japan, Would Japan though have been a nice kind of place for the kids to live as well Was that not a stumbling block when he was coming to Scotland I mean look Super scoreboard delves into some weird and wonderful places at times But I'm not sure analysing the Postacoglu family dynamic Of which we know very little uh, Is going to get us too far What about in a footballing sense James if, if this was a football discussion Let's even say you're right about the family Football discussion 
what, what do you think on that side of things? Well, uh, uh, yeah, there's a Champions League thing. I mean, it started in the Champions League. You want to stay in the Champions League. It's first time given that next year. So why would you go there? But, I mean, uh, you can ask your team, because he knows everything. No, no that is, that's certainly not true you, you come on to tell me about the family dynamic In the Postacoglu household So uh, I assume that you've met them And you've been there And uh, you're basing it all on personal experience It was a suggestion Mr Stevens. You know, nothing else Nothing more than a suggestion and an opinion and then I'm when not telling you about anything then, I'm not trying to tell you about anything And then when I'm your suggestion was rejected you, you decided to try and get personal then uh, by saying he knows everything I don't pretend to know everything well, I'm, just saying, I'm just agreeing with you Well I'm telling you That if the offer comes up Ange Postacoglu will take it Because in my personal Professional opinion He'll be unable to resist the challenge And with regard to the Champions League Yes you're correct Tottenham Hotspur will not be in the Champions League But if you had to Pick holes in Ange Postacoglu uh, His performance in the Champions League in the season ended this weekend, uh, left much to be desired. In isolation, though, in isolation, like I say, not in comparison to Spurs, he definitely saw enough in it that he would, in theory, want another crack at that. I know what you're saying about results, but we, yeah. we can't forget the way the game's panned out, and more importantly, how he felt about them. Well, he didn't look like a man who thought, "Oh, I just can't. We just can't do any more at this level." Well, the, Ange, the football man, will then have that decision to make. If again, I underline, if Tottenham make an approach to Celtic. He will have to decide whether it means more to him to have another go at the Champions League and see if he can cut it there or if he simply wants to get in among the Manchester Uniteds and Liverpools and Manchester Cities and Arsenal and all the rest of it. If he wants to get in among Mm. that because in terms of European football, that's probably as good as it gets. Uh, thank you to James That was on the phones On Twitter To various Because there are a few Sending this in I, I know there's a headline That says Ange Postacoglu Is the latest manager To turn down Tottenham He wants to stay at Celtic And then every, and, and then there's a link To an article And I'm, I'm sort of getting tweets You know Why are you ignoring this I, I would just Just read the quotes That's all I would say Because it's the same quotes As earlier I was there I looked him in the eye And asked him the questions About the Spurs job he then did a press conference with other media The headline might say that And I'm not saying that he won't stay What I'm saying is this big announcement Is that that headline's been I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be buying into that Hugh if Because it, it's the same quotes as earlier on Someone's now slapped a headline on it To say that he's turned Tottenham down We don't even know if there's been an approach To turn down Correct um, If something of that nature had happened Celtic would release an official statement Because they're not daft ah, They might not to be fair I, I, I wouldn't necessarily agree But all I would say is That headline I personally Misleading you can, you can shoot me down Find more than willing where, for that Where is this headline appearing? I think it was the mail um, But like I say The quotes in the article Are the same quotes That he gave earlier Yeah So I, I, I didn't detect Any of those quotes Suggesting that he had Slapped not down my If, if you are Celtic's PR department And tomorrow is the Trophy day uh, and next weekend is the cup final If something had happened To shift this story Back in favour of Celtic And Ange Postacoglu staying The club mm. would release something um, Someone did just tweet me there Which I, I quite like the idea of this Just for the, the drama of it um, Talking at Ange Postacoglu In a sort of You know the scene is at um, Wolf of Wall Street 
Leonardo DiCaprio I'm staying So can you imagine him with the mic In the centre circle tomorrow In the Celtic Park erupts You never know Thank you to James again It's that time of the night Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online The Scottish Sun.co.uk Slash football Right, beat the pundit time 01419511025 oh, You've not played this in a while Oh don't, don't Please you panicking. don't <laughs> Are you panicking? That's the suntan of a man Who's been away out the country for a while So let's see who you take on tonight 01419511025 And the lines close at 7 o'clock So be quick Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans and Alex Ray are here on 01419511025 If you want to get your calls in, that is the number So let's hear from you As you might expect, lots of discussion today Given all the speculation surrounding Ange Postacoglu and Spurs If you want to keep going, entirely up to you But there is a lot of other talking points to get stuck into Playoffs tonight, Air Partick Thistle uh, Rangers fans, how are you feeling? Michael Beale says good riddance to this season Is that pretty much how you would uh, sum it up? And then, my goodness, how big tomorrow? Yes, Dundee United are probably done anyway, uh, but the confirmation would arrive. You would then see who out of Kilmarnock and Ross County goes into that playoff spot. There's an Edinburgh derby to decide fourth. There is a lot going on. So pick up that phone, please. Get in touch, and we'll speak to you as soon as we've done this. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Right, beat the pundit time. Hugh Keevens lost last week to a guy in Orkney. Yeah. So the ball is still somewhere on yeah. route. I mean, it'll take a while. I've got sunburn tonight as well. To get so. there. Wait, where have you been? I've never, I've never seen you sunburn. You strike yeah. me as the type of guy that doesn't really even go outside. Well, no, I did. I went out and had uh, coffee with the legend that is Archie McPherson oh, in wonderful. the East Nuke of Fife, and we blurred about the old times and. It went on for two and a half hours And I come back in And my wife looked at me and said It looks as if somebody's painted <laughs> your, your head Your face is looking rather red Yeah Did you really go for it in the sun? Did you roll your, your cuff sleeves up once? Did, no, no, no Did you no, undo no. an extra shirt button? No, no, no I had a scarf on <laughs> He certainly does He looks sun-kissed, doesn't he? He looks wonderful Do you know what? Never doubt the level of research that goes into this show Apparently you last played the Beat the Pundit in February 2022 and won 4-1 Oh, there you go. I mean, who keeps a note of these things? No Seriously idea. But anyway, Callum is in Edinburgh tonight about change. How's it going, Callum? I'm good, mate, how are you? Callum, I must admit, I am delighted a Hibs fan has made it through to Beat the Pundit Because if you think you're just answering some questions And then disappearing without us discussing the derby tomorrow You are wrong Do you want to do it before or after the quiz? Oh, go for it after. Go for it after, just to see <laughs> how he's feeling. You can tell. Either you that, just he's, either that he's going to make a mess of it and just hang up. Then I can't ask him about the derby. But we'll be fine. We'll get their heads. It's Hugh Tails. It is Alex Ray for the first time in a while. Oh, he's keen to see fun. You're off the hook. His heads. It is heads. Relief. That so is Hugh relief. Sun, head. Uh, yeah, exactly. Let's hope the sun hasn't got to Hugh Evans too much. What we will do is give him some greatest hits radio to listen to so that he can't hear us. Callum, 30 seconds, answer as many as you can. And if you want to pass, that is absolutely fine, okay? No worries, thanks. Right, 30 seconds then, going on the clock. Once I grab a pen, and your time starts now. Name any Celtic player who started all four post split games. Cal McGregor. Alfredo Morelos signed for Rangers under which manager? Cassinha. 
How many Scottish Premiership sides have a positive goal difference? Five. Which Hibs player scored the only goal against Robbie McCrory this season? Pass. Oh, who did Steve Clark replace as Scotland manager? Alison, please. Name any host country of the 2026 World Cup. Canada. I really hope that Hibs question wasn't the only one you got wrong, Callum, the Hibs fan. But anyway, let's bring back Hugh Keevans. Can you hear us, Hugh? I can. Good, same set of questions. You ready? Okay. Let's go. 30 seconds starting now. Name any Celtic player who's started all four post split games. Um, Starfield. Alfredo Morelos signed for Rangers under which manager? Um, Casinha. How many Scottish Premiership sides have a positive goal difference? Three. Which Hibs player has scored the only goal against Robbie McCrory this season? Nisbet. Who did Steve Clark replace as Scotland manager? Strachan. Name any host country of the 2026 World Cup. Ooh, USA. Okay, okay. Callum, what's the verdict? It's really tight. I don't want to, I don't want to call it. Mm. Any Celtic player who's started all four post-split games, you've only got the choice of four. Ralston, Hatati. McGregor Who Callum said And Starfield Who Hugh said So you both Got it You both knew that Alfredo Morelos Signed under Pedro Cachinha I know the Rangers fans Don't thank him for much But fairly Successful signing In the end up there How many Scottish Premiership sides Have a positive Goal difference I'm going to enjoy Reading this one Because obviously Celtic Rangers You would expect Aberdeen Hearts And Motherwell The only other Five Which Callum got Was that a guess Callum? Five as well Yeah yeah. Oh you've nailed it You've absolutely nailed it Three two up Callum's a Hibs fan Remember that Uh Hibs fan Which Hibs player Has scored the only goal Against Robbie McCrory This season It's Paul Hanlon It's Paul Hanlon Absolutely spewing Oh my (laughs) goodness Luckily for you Callum I don't think it's going to cost you Because you're one ahead And you also knew That Alex McLeish What came before Steve Clark So that puts you out of sight Hugh Keevans You both got it right The last one Canada Mexico And the United States For the 2026 World Cup I hope Scotland go there Because that sounds like Quite a good trip Mm. It is a 1, 2, 3, 4 is it a four or a five? five a five-three five, victory. Well done, Callum. Well done, Callum. Thanks, you. I hope, and I hope Hearts win by five. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a better. I not thought bad. he was going to say something a bit more unpolite there. Actually, <laughs> what are you thinking about tomorrow, Callum? What a game it's all set up to be. I am not sure. I mean, you need the big players to deliver. Players like you, Anne. I mean, you, you, Anne was incredible the other night. Even though Scott Bain absolutely chucked one in. Um, Josh Campbell, I think, is quite important. He maybe comes back in a bit of form. Nisbet probably needs a few chances We've got a bit of redemption with the penalty on, on Wednesday night But yeah, just, just have to wait and see Obviously it's going to be a tough game as always So um, yeah, I, mean, I, I have no idea To but. be in this position though Callum There was a stage in the season If I'd offered you the chance to overtake Hearts In the last day of the season I, I'm not sure you would have believed it possible, would you? No, no, I thought there was probably more chance Of us finishing bottom around January time If I'm being honest <laughs> Nice optimistic outlook Forever the optimist um, I mean that is set up Hugh Because you talk about Perception Hart's priority was clearly to finish third uh-huh. And they've look, They've not made that Well done to Aberdeen That is a blow It's a blow financially You add on finishing below Your city rivals yeah, Into that mix yeah. The season looks completely different Well You have the ultimate In bragging rights available For Callum and his fellow Hibbies Because You do it at Tynecastle. And you walk away as the top dogs in Edinburgh 
that would be a very sweet moment for Lee Johnson and everyone associated with Hibs. And Hearts are still in the business of looking for a, a new manager. Uh, it would be a body blow for Stephen Naismith if Hibs were to win at Tynecastle. Wouldn't do his chances much good. So it's set up for what should be an epic match. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, Gordon. I think the fact that Hibs have managed to get back in the race for Europe is testament to, to Lee Johnson. There was a period where I think he only had a couple of wins in about a dozen games. You know, those question marks whether he was going to remain. Yeah, well, remember He's, the game that, yeah. that did for Jim Goodwin? It got that annoying nickname for a while. And um, talking about that maybe the loser of that game, no matter who yeah. he was. I was never convinced Lee Johnson was quite as close, close as Jim Goodwin is, and as it turned out to be, but there was discussions yeah. around that yeah, you have to give them credit you know the implosion of hearts you know because at one one stage you thought third place was secure uh, and I, I'm really looking forward to that tomorrow and you know obviously Callum's mentioned a few Nesbitt's on a decent run and uh, you know Ewan's y- been y- very good hasn't he yeah Ewan but you look at the other side of the you know Janelli and Shanklin True. on good form as well yeah, so really I think these key players could be the difference tomorrow yeah I mean is that the way it works Callum come on educate us through here um, that Although third is like the real prize for for out with Celtic and Rangers, if you could finish not only fourth but at the expense of Hearts, how much would that mean? Yeah, I think it would be massive, especially given you know the high that Hearts had after last season. You know, getting that group stage European football and how much they were going on about that. Um, I guess that you know gives them that little bit less money than us as well if we finish above them. Not that it would make that much of a difference, but I think that if you told me at the start of the season, given the season that we had last season and that we were bringing in another manager, I would go through another squad overhaul that if we'd end up finishing above them, I wouldn't have believed it, to be fair. But um, I here's hoping we do it tomorrow. And a sign ball as well. I like your style, exactly. Callum. Well done. Take care. Thanks very much, guys. Good Cheers. Man, Callum on Beat the Pundit. You, can, you just can't phone as a Hibs fan though tonight and then they don't expect to just get off after Beat the Pundit, can you? Oh, no, no. no. The more you think about it, I mean, what the match it's mm. going to be. Yeah. Uh, you know, Hearts must be kicking themselves. Everyone associated with the club because at one point they had an 11 point lead over Aberdeen, who had been having a torrid time out of the Scottish Cup to Darvel and everything that was associated with them at that stage. And they've overcome Hearts with a game to spare. Now, mm. if Hearts then compound the felony by losing at home to Hibs, it's a dire end to the season. This is what we do, to be fair. We look at the most disruptive scenario. Mm-hmm. Always. Hearts have, hearts have the cushion and they may yeah. well finish fourth. You'd rather, you'd rather be in Hearts' position than Hibs. Uh, it allows it still, you know, bra- bragging rights, linger all season. Uh, summer. All summer, sorry. It might, I, I don't know, but in terms of Stephen Naismith's chances of getting yeah. the job, I can't imagine a defeat would look great on that, but if no. you can go and put a really convincing yeah. one out there tomorrow. Yeah, it would give his, uh, his chances of the job uh, a real boost if he could secure European football. Um, on the other side of the coin, Gordon, if he lost that, I think it'd be difficult for the Hearts board yeah. to, get, to give him that job. You know, I think there was a Chris Wilder's been linked to the job today, that, yeah. vastly experienced Premier League with Sheffield United as well. So, you know, there, there's... There's people interested in that that type of I job from down south. What we do? You're both drawn to the negative outcome for Stephen Naismith. We will no, find no, out tomorrow. No, no, can still get it. We will find out. I'll tell you what is an absolute cracker, though. Before we need to worry about tomorrow, the Premiership playoffs, semi-final, second leg tonight. In fact, half an hour away. Air United against Partick Thistle. Andrew McLean is there. Or maybe not Sunbathing Sunbathing Still down the beach Give it the big build up as well Devastated <laughs> he's, he's with a 
No, he's there somewhere. I mean, he's been t- he's he's there and he's raring he's to partial go. to a pie as well. You know, uh, he's like uh, no, he's he's chomping at the bit to come on. I would suspect some technical difficulties. Ice cream cone on the beach. That's what he's too hot. Maybe maybe the sun's got to his his equipment. Imagine it. Yeah, ninety nine. He usually gets blown away every time we try yeah. and speak to someone at a game. You can't hear them for the wind. It's it's a nice problem for it to be in a nice sunny night. We'll try and get that cleared up so we can speak to. Uh, to Andrew They throw up some drama Don't don't they do these playoffs Even if you look at the last leg Against Queen's Park oh. You know it's Tremendous All across it's It's been unbelievable And like I said earlier They've not been They've been not cagey or nervy The way that they're meant to well, be Hugh. You know, And that's why you, you have to keep an open mind About what happens At Somerset Park tonight Dipowak and Yemi back uh, Apparently not 100% fit But wants to see If he can be Superman and retrieve a three-goal deficit. Chris Doolan, outstanding job since he replaced Ian McCall at Partick Thistle. Only one defeat uh, since that happened, and he will fancy his chances. Whether it's Kilmarnock or Ross County, he will believe that Thistle can come up against all odds. So, terrific match, and you wouldn't like to predict... What will happen on the night Because as we've agreed These games have suddenly Taken on a life of their own I'll tell you what We'll take the break nice and early See if we can get Andrew's situation cleared up We'll try and go to him next But plenty more time for your calls Even if it is Not about the playoffs What about you Rangers fans Not heard from you yet Michael Beale says Good riddance to this season Is that the way you feel about it? Is there anything Left to learn Tomorrow against St Mirren If there's intrigue in it You tell us Let us know Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141 951 1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Alex Ray and Hugh Keevans are here I think we've managed to clear things up With Andrew McLean down at Somerset Can you hear us Andrew? I think you could hear us all along But can we hear you? Yeah yes, I hope we so can. Certainly We can, take it away Good stuff It is a lovely night down here at Somerset Park as well Partick Thistle of course in the driving seat, they looked really impressive, didn't they, in that first leg last Friday. They'll be confident, surely, that they can get the job done this evening. Although, we have seen some weird and wonderful things in the playoffs north and south of the border this season, so you never know. The one thing that will give air confidence, though, is the return of Dippo Akinyemi, PFA Championship Player of the Year, 24 goals in all competitions this season. Can he make the difference tonight? He missed the game last week, but has trained all week and is straight into the starting lineup tonight. It will be Ross County or Kilmarnock that will be the opponent in the next round, but that's a matter for Sunday. Tonight's all about whether Partick Thistle can hold on to that big lead that they've got or can Air do the unthinkable. It also looks as if they've set up some pyrotechnics for the players walking out the tunnel, which seems a, an interesting choice for a team 3-0 down in the first leg of a uh, second leg, sorry, of a semi-final promotion playoff, but it will be a good spectacle around 6,000 fans expected here in the sunshine down in Ayrshire tonight. As for team news, there is four changes from Lee Bullen for this one. Hewitt, Murdoch, O'Connor and Maguire all dropping out. McAllister, McAleer, Ashford and Akinyemi all coming in. So it's Charlie Albinson 
that is in goal for them tonight. Nick McAllister, Frankie Masonda, Sean McGinty and Paddy Redding are the back four. The midfield four, Josh Mullen, Rhys McAleer, Ben Dempsey and Sam Ashford. It will be Mark McKenzie partnering Dippo Akinyemi up top. The substitutes, McAdams, Murdoch, Maguire, Kirk, Hewitt, Smith, Bryden, O'Connor and Mitchell Lawson. As for Partick Thistle, unsurprisingly, they are unchanged from the team that won 3-0 last Friday. David Mitchell continuing in goal. The back four, Jack McMillan, Aaron Muirhead, Darren Brownlee and Kevin Holt. The two holding midfielders, Kyle Turner and Ross Docherty with Stephen Lawless, Scott Tiffany and Aidan Fitzpatrick in behind. Brian Graham, who is in brilliant goal-scoring form at the moment. The substitutes, Sneddon, Dowds, McKinnon, Hodson, Mullen, Owens, McKenzie and Stevenson. The referee for this one is Colin Stephen. Yeah, it should be a brilliant night down there, has to be said. And look, you sometimes just can't steer clear of football cliches. Oh. You need to start fast. You know, you need, <laughs> need the first goal. It is. Look, come on, you're three 0 down. It's curtains. It's um. Yeah. You, you said earlier on that he fancied an early goal for air might just throw the cat amongst the pigeons. Uh, but Thistle, I think, will win the, the tie and win mm. it tonight as well. I think Partick Thistle to win two one there. Yeah, because it just. To totally deflate everything But it does make Thistle's game plan Quite Interesting yeah. Alex you know, do, do you go Right Is that You know Let's fly out here Let's end this Let's absolutely End Put it, it straight bed. away Or can you afford To feel your way in Knowing that Because it's still A three goal cushion Isn't yeah. it I think you've got to Approach it on the front foot Gordon I don't think You can be too cautious Because a goal down there I'm not exactly sure Of the crowd I expect a, a decent enough Crowd down there You know Patrick will go down In numbers Air on their night Can have some good numbers if they can get a goal early doors Gordon because we've been down it Yeah. so it can be a, a lively place your next task Andrew McLean because it's always the, the case at this stage of the season is to look around and tell us who from Kilmarnock Ross County and maybe very optimistically Dundee United are there keeping an eye on potential opponents yeah, it's a good point. I can't see any at the moment. I am sitting along from where representatives of clubs would be sitting, but surely there will be uh, members of the scouting teams of those premiership clubs you mentioned that will be here just in case they end up in that 11th place. As you say, probably would be pretty optimistic from those uh, at Dundee United to be here, but certainly Ross County and Kilmarna. Can you think with the form that certainly Partick Thistle are in that they will fancy their chances, you know, if it is a, a team like Ross County or Kilmarnock who haven't been in good form in recent weeks. Partick Thistle have been scoring a lot of goals, so they'll have confidence that if they get through this tie, they can cause real problems. And if they get through, well, they'll have a massive bounce from what would be an incredible result tonight to get them through this game. If you had to apply for the tickets a week ago, somebody from Dundee United's name will be down, but will, <laughs> will they bother picking it up? I can, can you envisage an no. eight goal? It'd be Sam Brody Ferry with a pint of new wine tomorrow on, on the no, TV. I, the, the, the sad thing about Dundee United. A season that started so wonderfully well and optimistically with that win over AZ Altmar uh, and then fell apart. The sad thing about the falling apart is that the players right now don't look as if they have the strength of character to do anything about anything. I thought the the loss to Kilmarnock at Tanadice on Wednesday night was terrific for Kyle Vassell, terrific for Derek McInnes, terrific for the travelling Kilmarnock fans, but... Tannadice had a big crowd in on Wednesday night, big crowd of Dundee United fans, and they were let down. The players simply do not have the bottle for this. I like clarity when it comes to these things, Alex, because I think everybody knows, and yeah, play yeah. this back if there's a miracle Saturday, fine, that you know it's 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 done, yeah. but it's just not confirmed. You almost have to like throw that in as a disclaimer, you know, but 
Let's be honest A goal difference of minus 29 Ross County's is minus 21 So it'll be a fairly Interesting day for Park on Sunday yeah. For the travelling Dundee United fans Yeah I just can't see them overturning it Gordon And I agree with you I think they've had the odd little result Throughout the course of the season But they look at a group of players Who are destined to get relegated And it's, it's sad Because you know You look at the money and the finances You know they've lost some money Over the recent years as well the owners ploughed money in. I've got a good pal who's home and away with Dundee United and he's absolutely disillusioned of where they're going at the moment. It, it's got all the makings of a chaotic season, doesn't it? Three uh, managers. Yes, we, yeah. We've spoken at length this week about having a goalkeeper that struggled, so then searching for other goalkeeping options, ha- having to rely on a, what was he, 70% fit, late mid to late 30 something Stephen Fletcher the other yeah. night because at least the he at least he put himself Sh- up showed for, a bit of desire yeah, yeah. but the but he was let down by people around about him yeah going to be a fascinating weekend at the bottom still because you know we need to find out who is going to go into those playoffs to face the winner of here and Partick Thistle Killer in the driving seat they just need to avoid defeat at home to Ross County sounds simple not sure I, can. I listened to Simon The caller last night uh, The commandant fan Who said If you don't get One point At home On the final day of the season To avoid the playoffs Then you deserve to be In the playoffs So That's the attitude That he's going to the game with And I, I just can't see Commander failing to get At least that single point Now I took that break early To try and allow us To go to Somerset And we did So I've got your full time teaser You missed this Alex Ray Don't worry This this type of question Is a staple of May On the full time teaser Right We'll almost certainly Have had these before But it's always fitting To bring it around Callum has sent it in As it's the end of the season Can you name The last 10 different players To finish as top scorer In the Scottish Top flight So name the last 10 different players To finish the season As top scorer In the Scottish top flight Kyogo No Van Veen Wasn't him No So this season hasn't done yet Remember Okay So it's starting last season If you like And it was neither of them last season Uh, Morelos He has done it So he was the 2018-19 Top scorer Well done Um, Um, Jordan White no, just top scorer on the league. league you have to finish a season as the top scorer. Oh, so in the, the top league. one, right? Yeah, okay, yeah, sorry. Lee, I'm thinking about teams. No, no. So Lee Griffiths, well done. He was the top scorer in the league in the 15 16 season with 31, um, which is a very high total. You've got to think mm. Celtic and Rangers, Alec, haven't you? Really? Yeah, I wouldn't exclusively stay there if I was you. Especially um, given that the first couple of seasons of this would be. Rangers teams that either weren't in the top flight or particularly struggled. Liam Boyce? Yes, Liam Good show, Boyce. Show. So we'll leave it there for now. You've got Morelos, Griffiths, and Boyce, which means you're looking for another seven of the last ten different players to finish a season as top scorer in the top flight. Tomorrow it's all or yeah, tomorrow and Sunday. It's all gonna come down yes. to Kyogo, Shankland and Van, and Van Veen. Veen. So yeah, Kyogo's on twenty five, Shankland twenty four, and Van Veen twenty four. As well I mean I don't know Duke might bang in nine But I can't see it To be quite honest with you Let's hear from Michael Beale He's talking about Good riddance to the season And uh, looking forward to the future 
It's been a pleasant whirlwind. It's fantastic to be back at the club. You, you ride the wave of the ups and downs. And I'm really excited about pre-season. It's, it's, it's not the easiest thing to do coming into a club in the middle of the season when part of the season's been written, if you like. But I'm glad the summer's upon us. I'm relishing everything being reset and giving ourselves an opportunity to, uh, to have a really strong pre-season. Some new players coming in. They'll obviously bring new energy and and enable me to really fully imprint my ideas on the team. I've been really happy with the players inside. Even today, the comparedness in training and the attitude of the players has always been first class. And so, yeah, I'm really looking forward to a full pre-season, everything being reset and a lot of optimism around what we can achieve. Good riddance to this season and we'll come back next year and we'll give it a real good go. And Is that the way it has to be, Alex? Because you get like there's been a little glimmer maybe you know, yeah. beat Celtic once the league was done and a couple of the new signings look good and business has been started already but what once you then once that season ends and the curtain comes down Rangers will just want to consign yeah. this to history I'll put it in bed without a shadow of a doubt uh, when you look at uh, Trophilus then that is a bit of a disaster um, for any Rangers team management team so you want to put that to bed you, you're right about Raskin and, and, and Campbell they look as if Early signs are decent And obviously there's got a, a big Turnaround of players the, Obviously the five boys get mentioned the other night Who are, are summing them, you know, like McGregor Over 500 games I would imagine there's another few behind the scenes That are surplus as well Now well, Here's the thing, I'm just going to stop you purely So you don't steal Andy's thunder Because I'm looking at go. Andy's point Might be on a similar theme, am I right Andy? Hi, how you doing boys, alright? Good, Good. Hi, I, was just, I was just saying to the producer I had to get the uh, The we know five players away, but I just think there's still more to do it. And I'm just thinking about, well, I don't know what you've got to do with Kamara or Ruth or maybe even Kolak. Do you know what I mean? So I'm just thinking, are they, is he going to maybe hold on to hopefully somebody's going to come in by them and let them go? Because Kamara just, to me, doesn't look interested. And I think he's definitely going to go. So I think they're just holding off to see if somebody comes into them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that was my point, Gordon. I think there's people who are potentially surplus. Um, the TV one, which one, Kamara? Uh, possibly. Yeah, I watched him play the other night. I, I still think there's a player in there. I think he's kind of lost his way this this season, Gordon. Uh, whether he felt as if he deserved a move on the back of last season, mm. it hasn't quite worked, and he's regressed. His situation's an interesting one because he's still under contract till yeah. 2025. So there's not. Let's put. Um, I think. Barisic and Lundstrom there next season yeah, one more so, year, so now yeah. you've got a real decision there yes. because Kent Morelos you know running down the contract all that stuff Kamara's a bit different I mean still if he's surplus he's surplus and you try and, and get money I guess yeah well listen I think on the back of you know Morelos and uh, Kent leaving for nothing whether you can cash in on Lundstrom or Barisic you would I think there's lessons to be learned for, for Rangers you look back a couple of years ago when, when Celtic were getting players that were going in like um, Christie and so forth the I think there's lessons to be learned. You either extend your contract and commit to the club mm. or you sell them because allowing them to go in there then the performances of some of these guys I've mentioned have not been great Get into that last season. So, But more, more, I was more thinking about some of the guys you're talking about, Gordon, some of the, whether Cholak's going to be there, mm-hmm. whether Wright's going to be there. Yeah, you know, was it Preston I saw linked with linked, Scott Wright? I, I think there could be a few players. Has Matondo done enough for Michael Beale to see him going mm. forward next year I mean, as well? You, you Need interested parties, obviously. Yeah, you need yeah. bids, but there are ways around. You know, you make you make it known almost. You make it not public, but you know that these players are are available if, if people want to come and pay money for them. 
Will we see more than, than the five who are out of contract? I think we have to be careful here Because the Malik Tillman question Is still to be answered Whether he's staying or he goes back to Germany um, We know that Kieran Dowell's in We know uh, that Butland is apparently close to signing uh, And others are close as well uh, So Budgets have to be taken into mm. account here. If you can move someone mm. for money, but that that would be the point, wouldn't it? Because even then, so see, see, even you don't get anywhere near what you thought you would a couple of years ago for Kamara or a Lundstrom and Barisic because you got the deals up through whoever yep. in there. Then you've maybe covered your Tillman yeah. fee. Well, that, that you know, Rangers. I know that um, Michael Beale tried very cleverly to talk his way out of it by saying that. Um, Kent and Morelos had contributed in, in other ways that made them a success even though Rangers got no money for them but you cannot overlook the fact that Rangers lost out on a fortune on Kent and Morelos and they have to play the player trading game carefully in the summertime uh, and you're right if, if you get a reasonable offer for the likes of Kamara you really should be thinking about it um, Anyone else Andy? I mean how do you see other parts of the squad shaping up Maybe, well, I think they're talking about the, what that's Jack Butland, you know, wasn't he? I think I said a couple of weeks ago, I thought, I think he's taking a wee bit of a wage de- decrease, he's talking, you know, so I would probably need another keeper, uh, but I'm definitely need strikers, I mean, honestly. Sakala's good, but you know, he's just a wee bit, to me, he, I think he's too excited sometimes, he gets in front of the goals. Uh, so we definitely need a, at least maybe one or two strikers, and. Uh, Honestly, I would go for some of the Scottish boys. You know, Shankler, even the boy Nisbet. I mean, I think they... But we'll see what happens, you know. Well, I mean, if we're talking numbers, Alex, you absolutely have to replace Alfredo Morelos, your main striker. So there's one at certainty. You would maybe look for another one anyway, which takes you up to two. And if Cholak does leave, then then maybe you're looking for three. That's what seems... It sounds a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, it does sound a lot. They they had two strikers last year when they were going to Seville. But Morelos was injured, Roof was injured, you end up going with a rebo. So maybe there's lessons to be learned for that. But I think at the top end, and I feel sorry for Kemar Roof or any player who has long term injuries, Gordon, you know, mm. he's clearly a talented boy. That's the thing. He's been I mean, over it, to Qatar trying to it, get maybe resolved. he comes back and is fit for next season, but it's just so hard to imagine, isn't it? Yeah. But he might be. Yeah, as I said, he's he's been over at Qatar. He's happy with the the medical uh, advice he got over there and I know the doctor well over there. Uh, he's a former colleague of mine. So I know what he can do. So hopefully he does get back up playing and, and do what he can do. Uh but I do, I still maintain, I think there'll be a few more going out the door. Uh, I don't think, as a manager, you come in there, the five are going to leave because it's the end of the contract, Gordon, but there'll still be guys in his mind that are surplus. And again, it's what Hugh was talking about. Can mm. you then trade them, free up some money, and then see what your, your options are? Um, well, let's actually hear from Robbie McCrory because Andy says, you know, need another goalkeeper. Obviously, Alan McGregor is... Re- I was going to say retiring That's not official is it I suppose he's, just, he's leaving Rangers Certainly um, Would be tough to imagine But you never know Can Robbie McCrory Force his way in As a number one next season yeah, I think it's Wide open um, Now I think The gaffer said That somebody Could Well will be coming in This summer And I think It's an opportunity It's there It's, it's there And it's just um, Obviously myself I, I just want to uh, Work hard In do everything I can to, to be ready for the moment and put myself forward as well. Do you, do you believe that you could be winning this one next 
I wouldn't be here. Like, see, even just myself, any player, I think that's uh, the mentality I think you need to have at the club every day should be pushing to be starting and wanting to to do well for uh, like the cause, obviously. I mean, I guess, Alex, it's just a guess. He comes back in tomorrow because yeah. Sal McGregor's had his farewell. Um, can he can he force us? Can he be the number one? Well, listen, I know I know the, the McCrory boys. They, they, they're the really good types. They work very well. They're conscientious, Gordon. So he's waited a long time to get this opportunity. He's done okay. The fact that he's going for Butland, if that's materialising, would suggest to me that Butland would be coming as a number one. So again, he would he'd be playing second fiddle uh, to a number one. So whether he decides to stay about for that, I've no idea. But for me, they need to bring an established goalkeeper through the door. Just depends, Hugh, because there is that, you know, for some clubs, for instance, if you're number two, but, you know, you play a lot of the cup games or you get a chance, then maybe that's still something that would satisfy Robbie McCrory, you know. Well, I can't speak for Robbie McCrory. I can give you my impression of how I would feel. Uh, I think he's 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 getting on a bit now. And he, 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 he you know, he's mid twenties, Alec. Yeah, but Alan he, McGregor didn't break into the Rangers first team till that point, remember? Well, but if Jack Butland's coming up, he's coming up, having taken a wage decrease, certainly, but not to sit on any mm. benches. Maybe that's just the way to do it. Just don't break into your mid twenties and then last until you're forty. Well, uh, you know, that that's in theory all very well. In practice, it might not work out that way. Uh, if he's going to sit on the bench again for a while. You'd have to have second thoughts, I think. There are a lot of exciting talking points for the league tomorrow, no doubt about it, and I'll continue to hammer them home. At the same time, there's no point in lying. I'm not not sure what's really at stake for St Mirren Rangers. Yeah. You know, Rangers have done their experimenting, if you like, and like they'll continue. Maybe you see more of McCrory, Yilmaz, whoever. St Mirren know they can't finish higher than... In sixth place, they'll get a, still be a successful season, won't it? They'll get they'll get so a great reception from, from the fans tomorrow. I think uh, is that the highest finishing twenty yes, thirty yes. years or whatever it was. It's, it's a, a a good feat for the management team, and obviously financially, it's good as well. Uh, there's not a great deal at stake tomorrow, Gordon. Other than you may well see a few fringe players, and I think it's a case of trying to get the result so you get into the summer and a high mm. whatever team that is. Again, it's, it's of mild intrigue because I know they got their farewells. And then, it, so that feels very final. But I guess we still might see Alfredo Morelos, for instance. You know, awesome. we might see one last Rangers goal, just because it was the Ibrox farewell the other night. Maybe we still see more of them. You, you potentially might see one or two of the guys who are already going out the door, gone. But I think it's an opportunity for fringe players to come in as well, because if you've been sitting waiting all year, you want to try and get a wee sample of it. At getting into the summer, he might look at one or two kids as well. You know, Lovelace and mm. that's been on the bench. Yeah, true. Is he away? Uh, he was away with England. I'm not sure if he's back, the youth teams. But anyway, uh, right, how are you two faring? Thanks to Andy, by the way, on this teaser. We're looking for, it's a very simple question. Yeah. Can't promise that the answers are simple. Who were the last 10 different players to finish a season as top flight top scorer in Scotland? So Morelos has done it, Griffiths has done it, Boyce, Liam Boyce. Dembele. Interestingly, no. Edward, Edward. Yeah, Edward yes, in the 2021 season. What about uh, Higdon? Yeah, well done. He the best uh, sports writer's well, speech yeah. I have ever, ever heard. Well, you know, it was an interesting Box office. Well, 26 goals in the 12-13 season. He was okay when I left him. That's all I'm saying. Five down, five to go. Any more that spring to mind? 
Uh, Mo? No, but I mean you've not got last season's top scorer yet. Last season was a weird season. You know, last season's top scorer in the Scottish top flight. Fifteen. Thirteen. Thirteen. James Forrest. No. Shankly. No. I mean, come on up. You were close with Kyogo, but it wasn't him. It was Maeda. No. Jota. No. Abada. Oh my goodness, he's not there anymore. Sinclair was he? Well, oh. I'm talking about for a few years ago. Which Celtic striker played last season and is not here currently? Ayeti. Oh my goodness, as if he was top scorer in the league. I've no idea. Guy barely the shot on target. He's Greek. Don't make oh, me spell it. Jack him up. What am I working with here anyway? We'll get the rest. Well, I was going to say we'll get the rest of the answers. Forgot I don't know if we will. We'll try and get the rest of the answers next and kick off at Somerset as well. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Let's try and quickly go to Somerset just before kick-off because it looks like it is rocking Andrew McLean Yeah, it is indeed There is a bit of a delay when it comes to kick-off There were some flares that had gone off in the away end to my left where the Partick Thistle fans are housed so referee Colin Stephen has just come over and is having a a word with a fourth official about something, but I'm sure you can hear behind me the Partick Thistle fans over there are in full voice. They just unfurled a banner that said Chris Doolan is our leader and if, as if he wasn't enough of a legend in what he did here as a player, as a, a manager, he's had a really good record and could you imagine he managed to lead them to the Premiership. It certainly looks as if he's got a very good chance of leading them into the Premiership playoff promotion playoff final with this 3-0 lead but Air United will be hoping to put a stop to that of course Dippo Akinyemi 24 goals in all competitions this season he missed that game last Friday he was a huge miss for them as well because he's been such a good goal scorer for them this campaign PFA Championship Player of the Year he'll be hoping he can make a difference. I'm hoping that this game is going to get underway at some point. Colin Stevens still looking over towards that stand to see exactly uh, whatever is causing the delay to see if it's sorted out or not. I think we, we might still have a few minutes to go until this game kicks off, but the sun is shining. The supporters to my right as well, the Air United fans who are in the sun, they're certainly enjoying themselves. They're in a bit of a party atmosphere at the moment, despite the fact that they have that big deficit to overcome. And they look full of belief. They look like supporters who feel as if something is maybe in the air tonight that something can happen but as I say there is a delay to this game but hopefully it will kick off soon Colin Stephen just making his way over towards that stand now the referee to uh, get some clarification that we are ready to go but he's now running towards the centre circle Kyle Turner is standing over the ball and we are ready to go in the sunshine at Somerset Park yeah it looked like there were a number of fans still trying to make their way into the game and we are underway even you Hugh Keevens would not predict anything other than Partick Thistle progression tonight would you? not at all Partick Thistle I think will win the game mm. tonight and increase their aggregate lead uh, And I look forward to the playoff final When they meet Ross County Which is good news for uh, Air United Because you never know If anything can do it for you It's a Hugh Keevans prediction against you um, Alex, but a 3-0 is a great lead to yeah. have, isn't it? Yeah, I just I just feel that You know, having scored 8 goals In the previous tie as well With Queen's Park 3 against Air at home uh, I just can't see them uh, overturning it Air, There's clearly goals amongst the Partick Thistle boys The only thing that would is that, is that Not Graham? Guy, Brian Graham who's been unbelievable for Partick Thistle has taken a real whack in the head I think in the early stages of the game um, 
I'm actually not sure if it did catch him in the head. It was an air player certainly trying to sort of back in, leave one on him, as they would say. I think he's tried to. I'm not sure it did actually um, make contact with the head. But anyway, he's up, and he is fine. Right? How are you doing on this teaser? We're looking for the last ten players, ten different players who finished a season as the top scorer in the Scottish Premiership. What I didn't even realise actually is uh, Callum who sent it in. Has included two from last year Because they were, they, it was a joint award Can you remember? Mm. So it was Jackie Marcus You couldn't remember him So what about the other guy? <laughs> now this is This is left field Remember he just had the season of his life For a team that was nowhere near the top Is it the boy at Ross County? It a- is a- no, uh, no, I remember no, 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 no. Charles Regan <laughs> Regan Charles Whatever his name was <laughs> Oh we're good aren't we? The dream team are back Regan again Charles Cook Regan Charles Cook Oh my goodness Well done One, two, three, four, five What's that? Seven you've got? Yeah Chris Boyd Three to get Well done Chris Boyd Two to get We'll get them Before the end of the show Right We, we had a Hibs contestant On Beat the Pundit It was great It meant we could give a bit of a preview To the Edinburgh Derby I mean we tried There's just not a great deal to say About the football match itself Between St Mirren and Rangers And I know you'll forgive us It's the last weekend of the season Celtic Aberdeen Hugh It's all about trophy day isn't it It's it's that moment where The fans get to really celebrate What the last 37 games have led up to I think also the Celtic fans Are Looking at this football match tomorrow And expecting Ange Postecoglou to pick As close as he can get to the Cup final team Although Dyson Maida Will miss the game Because of suspension And I think he would play In the cup final um, But they're looking to see What happens defensively I have no doubt That uh, Joe Hart Will be brought back in goal But Joe Hart Has been thoroughly Unconvincing for me For a few weeks now uh, You can't play Scott Bain After the kind of night He had uh, In Edinburgh On Wednesday So Joe Hart now they've lost nine goals in the last three games, Celtic. How untypical of Celtic do you mm. want? Three goals a game on average. They're looking for what happens in central defence. Can you play Kobayashi? If you play him tomorrow, you'll play him in the cup final. You'll have to do something. Mm-hmm. He's up against an Aberdeen team who are potent going forward. He can't afford another shaky mm. day. The, the, the in fans what, in what regard, though? Because I mean. Without being smart he, he, he possibly can If you know what I mean Like what What, what do you mean Can't afford another shit What well, will happen I, I think then If Celtic were to lose Another three goals uh, And Kobayashi Did not have the best Of afternoons Then how can you play him In, the, mm. in a cup final when, yeah. the, when there's a World record Breaking treble At stake I, I feel for him What would the options Be there Hugh then well, I, 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 I don't know that they, uh, they tried uh, Tomaki Iwata uh, Didn't work uh, Stephen Welsh was on the bench At Easter Road the ball in a long time has October it? I think the last time he started It would be remarkable If you brought Stephen Welsh back For a cup final Not having played for seven months I don't know about Alistair Johnson Because he is Was sort of touch and go But what will be interesting Alex Because Ange Postacoglu has admitted The last couple of performances He says you know He takes the blame for it He's he's made changes So it will be interesting to see If tomorrow's team Is the cup final team If you like Is that the way you envisage it? Yeah I think you would You would go back to basics Gordon on the back of A couple of disappointing results For me uh, it's a it's a group of players who have already got the the title in the bag. 
he's tried to change one or two things and the performances have dipped. You know, they'll have to go back to basics again tomorrow in front of the, the Celtic fans. They'll get the trophy tomorrow and they will most certainly look to try and finish with a performance that sends them away happy uh, going into the cup final because you wouldn't like it to linger on any longer. And, you know, the manager's already taken that responsibility mm-hmm. in terms of the changes. And maybe the most interesting bit, Hugh, will be when Ange Postacoglu takes the mic after lifting that trophy. What? Because yep. it's always a rousing message. And in light of all the speculation today, let's finish where we started. Um, wonder what message he's got for the Celtic fans. I think he'll, he'll try the old one about, we'll see you next week at Hamden for the cup final. We're going to try and bring that treble, that world record-breaking treble. I don't think he'll make any reference at all to his hmm. future. Yeah, I wouldn't expect it directly. I just mean something that really shows how much he's... See, last season he finished Gordon, as you will well remember, by saying, we'll be back bigger, stronger, yeah. better. And he was right. Yes, but can he deliver that type of message to the fans while the fans hmm. are wondering whether he'll be there at all? I love this from Celtic's Twitter tonight um, You talk about timing you know, They've put um, a tweet out tonight to say It's time for another Hashtag Ask Ange So basically get all your questions in for <laughs> the man So you can imagine what all the replies oh, are yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, Well there is one guy asking Roasted cheese or toasted cheese So all the big questions are Are getting covered There's a few mention of Spurs in there as well Right let's finish No goals to tell you about by the way Between Air and Thistle A nice open start But nothing doing yet As Thistle get into the box and in fact, maybe it does just go a begging oh. in the end, does it? No, Thistle have scored. And that... Timing is everything. That, yeah. Well, if, if there was anything left in this game, this tie, I suspect it's maybe over now. What a blow for Lee Bullen, the United manager, the young kids there, the support party Thistle having a great time. That's it, over and done with. They're in the final. Yeah, six and a half minutes gone. Great start, Partick Thistle. Right, you need two more of the last ten different players to finish top scorer in the Scottish top flight. One is Celtic, one is not of Glasgow's big two. James Forrest? No, the 2013-14 season. He's not even an out-and-out striker, this guy, but he had a brilliant season. I'm surprised you've not got this one. Hugh Keevans, you in particular. Chris Commons Yes Chris Commons yeah, yeah. And the last one So round about that time Obviously that was It wouldn't have been Rangers Who would be the other team That were pushing Celtic At that point Aberdeen Yep And their main man At that stage So you had the supply From like McGinn And Hayes But who was the focal point Target man It's a mm. very famous Goal scoring surname Fiera No <laughs> Am I just confusing you now Red hair used to play for Inverness. He's no relation of Wayne Rooney. Adam Rooney. There we go. We got there in the end. Thank you. Good to see you again, Alex Ray. Thank you, Hugh Evans. We are back tomorrow at 12. It will be an early start. 12 for the final games in the top six. So make sure you join us. GBX up next. <laughs>